You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's a big world out there, and you're just looking for a pat on the back or head. You're running around the city, searching for a place to bark, working your tail off with your nose to the ground, sniffing for a few scraps, hoping someone will throw you a bone. You take each lead, collar after collar, hoping one day to take a bite out of success and become the top dog. Fortunately, you come home each day to open arms, open cans, a drink waiting for you, and a comfortable place in front of a TV set. You know you've got it good, really good, because after all, it's a doggy dog world out there. Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with your host, pet expert and award-winning author, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Hi, welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika, with my friends, Petra Burke Hello. and Kate Abbott. Howdy. And we're going to talk about games again. A few podcasts back, I believe we recorded it about three or four months ago, but a few podcasts back we talked about games, specifically some games that were fun to play with your dog and and why playing with your dog is so important. And feel free to go back and and listen to that one again because we're going to refer to it tonight. But we get a lot of questions about games. We got some emails. We've gotten some Facebook posts. And so we need to revisit that. And you can never have too many games to play. <laughs> or not play. Yeah, as yeah. long as you're doing them right. Yeah, and so we want to mix it up because we're just hearing more and more people doing playing so-called games that are inappropriate. That are driving us crazy. Ooh, driving us <laughs> nuts. <laughs> Since I mainly do the private training for kindred spirits, I guess I more often <laughs> run into, you're doing what with your dog? Yeah, you hear all the good stories. Yeah, and it yeah. makes me shudder and yeah. So hang on, take a listen to our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. There's nothing more delicious and healthy than an old family recipe. And for over 50 years, our family's been creating them especially for your pets. Nutrisource Super Premium Pet Foods. Dog and cat food that's all natural, holistic, and organic. Nutrisource Pet Foods contain our patented Good for Life system for your pet's optimum health and well-being. So order now. Safe quality food made by our family for your furry family members. Go to NutrisourcePetFoods.com. From our family to yours, It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. 
I'm Liz. With me today are Petra and Kate. So let's talk first about what not to do. What are some of the things that... You would think this would be an obvious situation, but please, if you're... Now, I'm not fond of chase your dog games, period. I Yeah, I, I think I that teaches the dog to run away from you. Right. And that's contrary to what we want to teach them to both exactly. come to us and want to be with us. Yes. So no matter how much you need to exercise your dog, don't chase them to the point they're running. Even if it's gleeful, that's still not a habit that you want to happen. And certainly, please, please, please do not do it while brandishing a four-foot bamboo stick. <laughs> and if you think that, if you incredible. think nobody would ever chase their dog with a stick, um, no. The, the so gentleman very why? happily showed me. Why? What was, what was his idea Because just of the chasing game? the puppy... The young lab puppy was not enough to get the dog moving. So now, waving, he didn't actually hit the dog. I will tell you, you know. He so didn't waving it around and, and pretending like, a, like he was going to hit him got the dog running. Oh, that's oh. so wonderful for your relationship, isn't it? I yeah. just was like, no, no, stop! Don't demonstrate mm-hmm. anymore for me. No, stop. And with that background, and they're in class with us now. Probably one of the reasons why they are having so much trouble developing a relationship with the dog. Yes. The relationship has always been, run away from me. Wow. I'm going to get you. Yeah. And that's not good. Yeah. And I have a friend who plays the game where her dog grabs a toy, comes or, and shows it to her. Or something she shouldn't have. Often just a toy to start the game. And then my friend chases her around. She's just a little dog, chases her around the living room. No, and also she's a little elderly, so the chasing isn't very fast. Exactly. <laughs> Waddling around as fast they, as she could. They, they've been doing this for years, and it, it's oh. still cringe. And then at some point, the little dog says, okay, and she makes her stand with her object. And then my friend plays, I'm going to get it from you. I'm going to get it. And the dog growls. Now it is in mock, okay? But my friend says, I'm going to get it, tries to grab it. The dog grabs it and keeps it away from her, snarls over it. But it has become such a habit now that when this little dog was at my house and she picked up something off the floor, a napkin or something, and I said, oh, what is that? Let me have it. She almost went after me because I actually took it from her. (laughs) And she had a little temper tantrum. That's not the way the game is played. And so we had to talk about that. No, everything is mine or humans. You are Mm -hmm. not allowed to guard. So again, just like with chasing the dog away, what started as a game has become... Become serious. Serious and a bad habit. Resource guarding is not not a good thing. No. I mean, I think it goes from there to where we hear a lot of people. Okay, granted, it's a lot of the guys, but playing, mm, what do you call it, patty face. Face slap. Face slap. Grabbed your jowls. Finger fighting. Yeah, anything like grabbing and roughhousing the jowls or the face. I'm sorry, anybody who's slapping me around the face, I would bite. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and exactly. I'll turn it into biting. Or wouldn't you actually have an emergency and maybe have to look at the dog's face, eye, or something? You put your hands towards your dog's face and then. They're not not going to trust you. Why should they? I mean, there, you're just. the trust between you and your dog just went out the window. And to go with the, the face slapping and finger fighting is, of course, wrestling. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You hear that a lot? It's, Look, it's bad enough when adults do it, but then when the kids do it, yes. then the kids become other puppies to be chewed on. Mm-hmm. Right. 
and fight with. And that's when I get called in because now the dog is biting the children. Yes. And they've learned that they can do it in play. And then when the dog says, I've had enough and the kid is still poking him, he bites for serious. Yeah. Or knocking the kid down, laying on top of him, overpowering him. How many times have we heard that? Well, and we've also heard where the adults go, oh, well, you know, I always win the game and I always end up biting their ear to make sure that I am (laughs) the dominant one. I am the one in control. People biting their dog just drives me up a wall. Why would yeah. we do that? Why would people do that? But know. we saw that in a book recently. A, a kid's, a kid's book. book. Yeah. To show your dog dominance, bite put your nose. muzzle over their muzzle and bite them. And a, no. No, let's put your face right where they can bite you quicker. Exactly. Mm. With sharp it's teeth. We have. Oh. We do not have sharp teeth. We have omnivore teeth. <laughs> let's not and, try to compete with their mouths and jaw yeah. strength and yeah. quit. No. No, there's enough horror stories on the on the news with bites. No yes. need to add to it. Or the poking, the poking. I, oh, yeah. I think that's poking started, the bear. I it's think happening. that started with uh, came into more popularity with one of the uh, TV trainers, and we've seen in the last few years we've seen more and more people poking their dog. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry if somebody poked me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like poking or pushing. If the dog's ignoring them, they poke, poke, push, push it to a point where the dog's like, enough. Yeah. And then turn around and bite. So then they wonder why the dog bit. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Huh. You <laughs> think about that. I one. get close to biting when someone kicks the back of my seat in the movie theater. <laughs> oh, I hear you. Yeah. And, you know, that same just poke, 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 poke. Oh. Or yeah. the one also that I've heard. Uh, luckily not as common, but I have heard where the dog is maybe just casually standing there, I don't know, looking at the sunset, who knows, distracted by a butterfly, and the owners would go up and grab him. Gotcha! Yeah. Oh, again, they would get an elbow in the gut if they did that to me uh-huh. as I came around. Yeah. Puppy dog's going to come around with a mouthful of teeth. Yeah, exactly. And then Build they're... a relationship. Yeah. Don't make your puppy dog nervously looking over his shoulder to see if you're going to come mess with him. You the want your dog to trust idea, you. Exactly. Trust. The whole idea is building trust between you and your dog. And if you're going to slap him in the face, poke him, grab him from behind, do things that are stressful for him, and so that he can't trust you, can't respect you, that's then a horrible relationship. Why in the world should he move toward you when you'd say C-O-M-E? Yeah. Or if you're in the same room, dog would cower. And like, oh, God, you're in here. Oh, you're going to do stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do stuff. I think I'll yeah. just creep away. Go hide. Okay, so mm-hmm. let's let's change the... No, oh, but one wait. More oh, one more. One more. Yeah. Because we've said it before, but we got to say it again. Do not use the laser toys. Oh, yes. That one, I don't know why it's become popular. For some reason, I've heard more and more people mention it. Well, you know, it has been for a while. Remember when Paul and I adopted Archer? Oh, yeah. Archer was addicted to the laser. Yes. And we had to be very careful. We had to desensitize him to flashlights. Or like the reflection off a watch. I yes. remember he'd react or right. a ring or anything that was all of a sudden. We were able to calm him down so that he, he wasn't as reactive. But the woman he, he the came other to day us addicted to it. With yeah. the German Shepherd. So she yes. was saying when she gets out their stainless steel bowls and to get their dinner ready, then the dogs go crazy snapping at the ceiling. Oh, 
Reflection because the they use the laser light, and then the light off the bowls is on the and the dogs mm-hmm. go crazy, and that was one of her issues. I said, well, mm-hmm. you trained them to do that with the laser lights. Mm-hmm. Mm. So think about it: if somebody is always dangling an Shiny ephemeral things. something out of yeah. just all weight, you there's chase, chase, chase for a dog with a strong prey drive and no resolution. Yeah, total frustration. Just Completely. build that frustration. Build that frustration. And we saw that with with Archer when we adopted him. He would, and I used to talk about it, he would literally jump four foot in the air and bounce off the wall. Yeah. One of these days, I will get that Yes. It was bad. I remember being at Liz's house, and there was nothing going on, but he would just stare at the walls, looking for it. Where is it? Uh Where'd it go? And he would just stare at the walls. Yeah. Yeah. And the shadows. I don't hear so much of it, but I don't. Occasionally in the past, if her dogs will chase her, yeah. jump on, stomp on well, shadows. Then it just be, yeah, they're always looking for something because they've never been satisfied at getting what they, you mm-hmm. know. Right. Oh, But we yeah. have fun things that we could do with the dogs instead. Yeah, so let's switch that over to... Yeah, change the subject. Now, what depressing. can you do with your dog to have fun? First of all, feel free to go back and listen to that podcast a couple months ago. And it's, in that uh, one, we talked about people that don't play with their dogs and why right. they should. Right. You know, and how you can make it educational and so on. <laughs> but, you know, it's just darn fun. But a little bit more about that, about how do you pick the right game for your dog? Yeah, I guess to find what is their, what's their personality like? You know, were there, what do they like? Yeah. What, what does do your they... dog like to do? You got dogs that like to be a couch potato or just maybe play a board game type toy or treat dispensing toy. Then you have others who have energy and maybe retrieving like games. Yeah. My guys fetch ret- balls. My oldest and my youngest retrieving games are the biggest deal. They love retrieving games. Whether I'm throwing the holy roller down the hallway for bones in the evening or kicking a big jolly ball for Bashir. Bashir, the bigger the ball, the better. Uh, <laughs> well, and that's, there's a sport called tri-ball. Oh, my oh, yeah. God. <laughs> Which started because of, you know, herding breeds right. want to hurt. Mm-hmm. Right. And most people with herding breeds don't live on a sheep farm. Right. Mm-hmm. A sheep ranch. So, using these large exercise balls, uh-huh. like soccer balls to a dog. And, you know, it's a game where it has, it's a competitive sport with rules and regulations. But also just even my cockapoo, I just take one of those jolly balls mm-hmm. without the handle, just the round ball. And he runs with it, hitting it with his chest just like a soccer player. Runs it all up and down the field and brings it to me so that I can uh, kick it and get it restarted again. That's taking something that he loves to do already. Right. And we have one here at the yard, and know Bashir and Rio. They Bash- go side by side, and they have a great time with Bashir that thing. Bashir. Tires them out. Dignified Bashir loses his mind. Yes. He loses all sense of reason, and he just absolutely loves that big ball. And although it's very sturdy, it was designed for weightlifters to sit on while For balance, to develop balance. So it's an exercise ball that is really heavy duty. Mm -hmm. Right. Because, yes, that... How much does Bashir weigh? 50 pounds. That 50-pound dog can get that ball six feet up in the air. Yes. Just running and, mm-hmm. and tossing it. And he had, oh, it's, it's a great workout. <laughs> but you had to live it in because of his shoulder injury. Right, and, yeah. right. He was hurting himself. <laughs> great fun. But I found that was kind of my ins- inspiration for this 
when I did a private training and they were saying that their their young puppy was getting into stuff. And I said, okay, let's take what he's already doing and make it a way that he can do it for fun. And I went, ah, that's it. That's the focus of the podcast is find out what they already love to do and make it okay. So the puppy, being a puppy, he wants to get into the newspaper and rip it apart. Right. Rip it into shreds. It's fun to create confetti. Right. I said, okay, so let's keep the newspapers up, keep puppy confined, but also, knowing he likes to do that, let's give him a toy. So there is a type of ball uh, for dogs, a toy, called a holy roller. It's not religious at all. It's just... <laughs> and when I first heard it called <laughs> it that... It rolls and it's holy. <laughs> when, when I first heard it called that, a friend on Facebook, her dog goes nuts over it. And when she called it that, I was thinking perhaps she made that name up, but... <laughs> it was blessed before she got it. No, it's a, it's an open grid ball. Right. Made out of a sturdy rubber. It could be chewed up. But... It can be. Then it comes from Pomeranian size on up. They come in different sizes, and they come in different thickness of the grid that makes the ball. But in other words, you've got a, a hollow ball with lots of openings in it, making the grid system. So for my terrier and my cockapoo, because at <laughs> Christmas time, a dear friend gave Walter four or five stuffed toys. And so I just sigh, and I give it to them, and I watch him disembowel them after she's left the house. Because it's so much fun to pull the stuffing out. And find the squeaky. And find the squeaky. <laughs> you have to tear it he apart does. to find the squeaky. Yes. He does, but he sets it aside. Yeah, but it's finding it. It is fun. He found its guts. <laughs> he just eviscerates the thing and has a great time. So... Between that and my terrier, who also loves to eviscerate, I decided to take that holy roll. And somebody somebody somewhere had given me the idea. So strips of fleece or cut-up t-shirt, something. And roll a treat into each little strip. And then stuff that strip into the holy roller ball. And when it's packed full, then I let one of my boys have it. And they get to pull, pull all that stuff out. And when they do, they find a wonderful treat. And I'm left with a pile of scraps on the floor. No big deal. It's 10 seconds to pick it all up. It takes a little bit longer to reset it, I do grant you, but not big. And then it's ready to go for the next time. So they get all of the joy of pulling it apart without that white polyester filling that I always worry they're going to swallow some. Mm -hmm. And that never seems to clean up properly. (laughs) Pick it up and then vacuum it. Yeah. Now, the interesting thing with the Holy Roller that I I really enjoyed, because you gave my guys one for Christmas, Mm -hmm. was watching how my three dogs handled it differently. Bones took it aside and studied it, and with his front teeth, very carefully started pulling one strip out, and when the treat fell out, he went, aha. And then he very methodically took it apart. On the other spectrum, Bashir went, I smell treats. I will kill it. (laughs) And he started chewing on the holy roller, which I interrupted. And then he'd pull a a strip of the fleece out and get it partway out and start chewing that, which I let him do. But his was, I will destroy it. (laughs) I'm surprised he didn't just crunch the entire ball and make all the treats small and then shake it. Yeah, he he probably just didn't get to that point. Right. Cisco, my middle child, who is very much a middle child, when it was his turn, he took the toy with the fleece, with the treats, 
up on his corner of the sofa and laid there with his head on it. <laughs> what a nice pillow. Yes. He, It'll he, be a snack for later if I ever get around to it. He never pulled the fleece out. He just said, this is a good toy and I can smell the treats and it's mine. <laughs> and I got it now and that's enough enjoyment. Uh-huh. Yeah. The, the, the different personalities were so funny. So, same toy, then yet they all had different ways of enjoying yeah, it. Yeah. Only yeah. thing I interrupted was Bashir actually chewing on the, the toy right. itself. Right. Because I didn't want him to destroy it, which he would have. And even then, when it's empty of toys, as you said, you can throw it up and down the hall. and Right now, it is, yeah. it is Bones' favorite toy because <laughs> in the evening, sometimes when he gets a little antsy, he's only two years old. I will throw a toy for him down the hallway. We're rough place, not allowed, but down the hallway is okay. And that is nice because if I don't pay attention to where I'm throwing and I just toss it, it won't break anything. <laughs> and we play throw with the chuck it in the tennis yes. ball. Yes. It's nice because luckily I have enough room at the house that I can chuck that sucker way out there and that's a good run. So I've got two of the dogs that love no three. So they get to chase something, <clears throat> but then they get to catch it. Yes. And then they bring, bring it, it back, back to you yes. so that you will start the game again. Exactly. So Fetch is a wonderful... There's a reason that Fetch has been played for decades with dogs. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But make sure you are teaching them to bring the ball back. So exactly. it's not... And to not to play Give it away. to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give it to you and not play keep away with mm-hmm. it when it comes back. Yeah. One guy, exactly. t- he took a bucket of tennis balls out. And just kept throwing them. And just kept throwing them because the dog never, he chased them all, but he'd never bring any of them back. Right. So then the end of the game was the guy going around and picking up all the tennis balls. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Know. You're getting more exercise. <laughs> exactly. No. Dogs no. so, bring it back. I mean, with three, I may throw three tennis balls out there, but they all find each one and each bring them back. Bring it back. Yeah, so and then you're part down. of the game too. Exactly. He wasn't. He could have. He could have plugged in an automatic ball dispenser for the <laughs> amount of bonding he was doing with the dog. And you cheer him on and get him excited. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, who can run faster back? You know, and then they're running their hearts out and all that. So again, mm-hmm. finding what they love. If they love to chase, um, fetch uh, the flirt pole. Of course, I love the flirt oh, pole. Wonderful. Because you can control the toy. Mm-hmm. And you know, one we haven't talked about, but. Melissa's dog Toby swimming, swimming, yes, swimming, uh, dock diving. Of course, that dog will try to swim in a foot bath, <laughs> a, a one-gallon bucket, if yeah. he can get get himself in. Yeah, yeah, there's some extremes. <laughs> but if you have the ability to get your, you know, to take your dog swimming, ocean or a swimming pool or a pond or a lake, that is wonderful mm-hmm. exercise. Yes. Now, I don't have... I mean, that's a, the prime therapeutic physical rehab right? exercise yeah. right? for Dogs and people and yeah. horses. horses yeah. Yeah. I don't have a dog that likes water that much, but I know a lot of dogs do. And then if you've got a breed that can't swim, as my Pekingese tried so desperately for so many years, um, get him a life jacket. <laughs> oh, sure. So. Well, it's not a bad idea anyway. Right. I mean, if a dog gets too tired, but... Yeah. Uh, and there's especially certainly if you're boating. Yeah, yeah. I would say, yeah. especially if you're a boater, you bring your yeah. dog with you, I'd definitely put a life jacket on. Yeah. But even in the ocean, we've got some good rip currents around mm-hmm. here in San Diego, and I've mm-hmm. got caught in them before. I mm-hmm. would, oh, yeah. It would be nice to have a dog in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, so what else? What other games? Well, if you've got a dog that likes to use her nose, 
Then we've got Nosework. Nosework. in games. Um, find it. Mm-hmm. Like um, with all games, you can play it for fun, yeah. or you can take it up to a competitive level. So there is nose nose work. Mm-hmm. That is a competitive game with the dogs using their nose. But you can also just play it around the house. Oh, it's such an easy one. I mean, just keeping a few boxes and all sizes and shapes. I I get it's a some fun game. All toy tins and punch some holes in it oh. and put some smelly treats in it and then I hide them in the garage. Oh, there you go. I don't oh. have to dig out any boxes. Right. I just hide them in the garage and then one at a time mm-hmm. send the dogs out. And if I've got three or four tins hidden in the garage and they know the game now when it's their turn and it's dogs zipping around the garage, two of the three are now to the point that I can start hiding them a little higher too and get them instead of just looking for it low but move them a little higher. So what happens when they find the tin? They have to sit and look at it and tell me that they found it, and yeah. then they get a treat. So that, Sitting, we're yeah. still working on the sitting. Right, right. Yeah. So that's, that's their the, tell. That's their tell, right. So and that came from search and rescue training years ago. To start, I mean, I, I, again, I was doing this with the puppy the other day, trying uh-huh. to find games that they could play with this puppy. Uh-huh. Uh, I showed him a treat, and of course he was, oh, yeah, 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 and I just tossed it two feet mm-hmm. and told him find it mm-hmm. and it was real hard right because mm-hmm. he saw, saw it fall but i told him to do that for a couple of days and then one time while he's going after that treat toss one the other direction so he doesn't see it mm-hmm. but then tell him find it and lead him over there so at the beginning as soon as the dog finds the odor mm-hmm. they self-reward right exactly that's put some treats in a box and have some empty boxes and let them find it in the box. Let them watch you put it in the box so they right. know. Yeah. So that's your part of it that way. And you release. They get to practice a sit weight when mm-hmm. they watch you load. Mm-hmm. And then you get to release them. And then they self-reward. And as that goes on, then, yes, they don't get the reward until you come over. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. And we have to figure out a communication between the two of us how to let me know that they found it. Right. Now, I know where... The stuff is hidden. But I want there to be some kind of a communication saying, Mom, there. It's right there. Now, my dogs and I are not going to be competitive in nose work. I have no desire to go for titles. But I'm all about that communication. And them telling me, showing me, Mom, I found it. It's right there. I can't reach it. It's on the shelf. But it's right there. And that's where I get all misty-eyed. Because, (laughs) I mean, I love the games. But the reason I love them is for the bonding and teaching. The working together. Mm-hmm. And that's one reason why I have the breeds that I've had. I've had German Shepherds. I've had a Doberman. I've had Australian Shepherds. I have an English Shepherd. These were all breeds that were bred to work with us. I like the idea of us being a team. And, uh, but I played these games with the Pekingese. I well, mean, sure. You know, and you know, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It it just and it builds the relationship in a fun fun for the human, fun for the dog, and you can increase the difficulty as time goes on. So you're both having more fun, right? Well, you're having fun. You're laughing. You're enjoying yourself. I mean, the dogs, I they're smiling and having a good time. Well, it, and me, I'll have one out in the garage with me, and the other two are in the house going, oh, it's my turn. <laughs> I can't I do it. <laughs> and you know what? If we do two rounds, then the dogs are ready to take a nap. And if I have some work I need to get done, 
They're ready to take a nap because that's also brain. Mm-hmm. That's work in the mm-hmm. brain. <laughs> a tired dog is a better behaved dog. Yep. Exactly. Um, and then using the nose. Okay, so here's another find it game. Instead of an object, I tell my dog sit, wait. And I go into another room and I may just stand behind the open door. Oh, hide and seek. I lay love down hide on the and floor. <laughs> and then I say, okay, find me. <laughs> Yeah. And they come running in. I do the same thing. A lot of times when I come home and my aunt's home cause, you know, all the time, and I'll just sneak in and go hide somewhere. And then they'll go, oh, find your mom. Where's your mom? And I'll, I, I laugh because you're just going everywhere. And you're, those little noses, there's like uh-huh. six of them. You hear this, sniff, 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 sniff. <laughs> and then when they find me, it's like, oh, my gosh. It was just a reward right there. And isn't and it's it fun. so much better, their joy at... Coming to you and finding you as opposed to the joy of running away from you. Yeah. yeah. Right? Chase right? What do you want in the long run? <laughs> I want the dog to chase me down. He loves and kisses and they're so happy to see and you. And it's amazing if you stand behind like a slightly ajar door and you watch him through the crowd. Oh, yeah. Usually yeah. the first paths for Walter, he is so, where is she? Where is she? Just dashing. He's just using his eyes. Right. Yeah. And I can see him dash, and then he has to settle down and use his, his nose. nose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you can watch them scenting. You can like see these uh-huh. scents, and he's, he's zeroing in on the That's target. That's so much fun. And, of course, you have to not titter and laugh and giggle. <laughs> and well, try, try, to, try to breathe quietly. <laughs> so, yeah, that's so much fun. Right. Yep. So much fun. But they get to practice self-control to wait until you call. And then the joy they have of, of getting you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's nice that even if I'm out in the yard somewhere, Rosie will send the dogs, okay, go find mom. Right. And I'll be wherever I am far in the property is watching. And all of a sudden you see them all dashing out. And yeah, exactly. Watch their eyes. Looking first. Okay, I don't see her. And then all of a sudden the nose to the ground. They're like, oh, wait, wait, wait. She was here. And then you just start seeing, scenting and finding my trail. You know, even if you stand Again, it very, giggling. very still out in the open. It takes them a while because uh-huh. without movement, uh-huh. they're not going to focus. It doesn't trick it. Yeah. I like it, too. We take the RV out or we've gone camping. When we were in the mountains of Arizona, walking in the in the big trees, the dogs would be running, playing, and then checking back. Yes. yes. I love that. Yes. I love it when they come check back. Um, and we praise them. Yeah, and we we're praise them. Tell them. Yeah, exactly. So they're actually getting a double run because they're running out, they're running back. They're running uh-huh. in, exactly. they're running back. Mm-hmm. Which, exactly. by the way, is another fun. Instead of playing chase your dog, if you've got somebody else with you, take turns calling the dog between you. Mm-hmm. Good exercise, yes. too. Yes. And everybody have a pocket full of treats. And they get to run, 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 run. And if the beginning, if you run away from them, so they chase you down, you let them catch you. Yes. Much better than trying to Even if there's not, if even there's more than two, do a triangle. Oh, yeah. Or a square oh, shape. And family really I had gets six them going. that were. Yeah. Okay, so whoever is not calling has to you know, stand still or at least mm. not call And be the quiet. Dog. Not saying Can't anything. have two or three calling. And the yeah. dog needs to be able to come to more than just one person. Exactly. Right. You know, with the three of us, when we travel together, my dogs will listen to Kate or mm-hmm. to Petra. Mm-hmm. Yours will them. listen to me. Exactly. It's it's so important that they listen to more than just one person. Yep. Yes. So All right. Like what other games? Dogs would like to dig. Oh, yes. Bashir. So, Bashir, <laughs> Bashir, has, Bashir will dig on command and dig holes where I point deep enough for me to plant trees. 
Both of my Roddies <laughs> loved to dig, and it was so much fun for them that I just took a section of the yard that I did not care mm-hmm. behind a hedge and made that her digging game area. Mm-hmm. So how did I encourage her to dig there? I loosened up the soil, made it nice, light, and frothy, and I put buried treasure. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. caught her digging someplace else. I'd interrupt her, say, knock that off, take her over to her game area, and say, dig there, dig, dig, dig. Oh, she'd go at it like a steam shovel, get doubly rewarded, both by me and by finding stuff. Exactly. Bashir just likes to dig. Yeah. Well, in the encouragement, me telling him, you know, how awesome he is, he just likes to make the dirt fly. Right. One time here at, at the Kindred Spirits training yard, our landlord had dumped a couple big piles, dump truck loads of fill dirt. He was going to level an We're area. We're talking eight feet high. Eight feet piles. high piles of dirt. And we sent the dogs up there and, and just told them to find it. Something was there. Dig. Oh, they had the best time. Covered with dirt. Dirt flying through the air. But they just had the best time. And it is, now the terrier, of course, thinks there's a gopher at the bottom of every one. Right. But he's right. just having a great time. He'll put his back up against the side of the hole and keep digging and go on. He's got some interest. Your boy is more like a steam shovel. La, 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 yeah. la, la, la. You know, I, I, I laugh at your Jack Russell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they sell those just the butt of the Jack Russell. Right. Uh-huh. And you're it's like, look, he's just doing it. She has <laughs> one. I got her one my, for, yeah, for her birthday I one time. That. Seven, yeah. 75% of all of my photos of him are just his butt in the air. <laughs> yeah. Yes. There's no yes. butt in. Yeah, so that's not as easy to do inside the house, but um, can be done. Actually, uh, the toy you gave me for Christmas. Mm-hmm. So the rubber balls... The plastic soft balls. Soft plastic hollow balls, like uh, ball pit balls. Like you see in the kids' playground. Right, ball pits. Ball pits, okay. So Liz gave me 200 of those. Right. (laughs) So we took them out. But they were the soft ones, so if the dog grabbed them, they would crush rather than brittle ones that would shatter or break. Right, okay. Because there are hard ones. But I didn't want the dogs biting the hard ones and cutting their mouths. So we put those in a plastic wading pool without any water in it just right. the balls and then showed the dog a handful of treats that we mm-hmm. then tossed that was that so was much fun they had a blast that was so much fun digging and rooting uh-huh in those colored balls uh-huh. just having a great time now you could do that in your living room oh yeah we did it another time with a fabric exercise pen a, a playpen mm-hmm. kind of thing. playpen for dogs because a couple of our dogs my bashir and your walter thought that the best part of the game was emptying the kitty pool, the little play pool, of as many balls as possible, as quickly as possible. Bashir and Walter both probably got balls four to six feet away. Right. I mean, they were <laughs> throwing balls. So rather than just rooting, they were, look, we will get rid of all of these, then we will find the treats. treats yes. Yeah. So that, yeah, that next pen was much better. Yeah. 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 So they got to root and run, and all the dogs... I don't think any of them didn't like it. They all loved it. Yeah, they all figured it out. Uh A couple were a little slow at the beginning, but uh, once they did, they're. Yeah. I mean, you could set that up in the living room and and let Mm -hmm. your dog And just sit there and giggle. Yeah. And giggle. Yes. It was great fun. I was. And I saw that. I understand that other people have done it, but I got the idea watching a video on Facebook of a zoo doing it with their meerkats. 
They were yes, tossing. I remember seeing they that. They were tossing yeah. mealworms in the amongst the balls oh for the meerkats. Oh, they and had I watched, so much fun. Oh, they were hysterical. That's and I watched awesome. that going puppies. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, puppies! And that's where your Christmas present came from. Because we I, did do it uh, for a class for for game, right? For game exposures. Uh huh. And the other class. Oh, they were all yeah. having a good time. Yeah, yeah time. one of these days when we have time, we need to bring it down for the puppies. Yes. That would be a lot of fun with the baby puppies. So, all right. Well, before we, we wrap this up, anything else? Just have I mean, fun. Yeah, do, play games that build the trust and the bond with your dog. And that you're both going to enjoy. Yeah, if you have to fun. force yourself to play a game or you have to convince your dog that it's fun, then it's no fun. Try something different. Yeah, There's yeah. so many games out there to play with your dog. So what does what what does your dog like best? You know, what is he, chasing, he or she sniffing. choosing to do already? Yeah, like and natural can you find a way to make that easier on you, but also educational mm-hmm. and fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. All right, that's it. If you want, if you try something new, drop us an email, list at PetLifeRadio.com, and let us know what you what you did and what your dogs like. Maybe we'll talk about it. I'm sure we're going to talk about games again in the future. I love games! Yeah. <laughs> so maybe we'll talk about it again. But uh, have fun with your dog. That's it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs>